guys, I'm Isaac, the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first, but if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. We see a flat dome metallic horizon stretching endlessly outward. Little pools and pockets of almost metallic liquid stand, and in each one with a closer look you can see the world reflected in it, twisted through this metallic sheen. Looking around this flat plain, we see four children, haggard, a tall blonde man with a large wound in his side, bleeding, holding a shotgun in one arm, using it like a crutch. We see another, a young, Hispanic man kneeling one hand on the ground as something is reflected in his eyes as he looks at it with curiosity and fear. A boy, a little bit taller, lanky, with an eye of fear and confusion, he reaches at an arm almost reflexively in a gesture of defense. And the last is a girl standing looking at something, mouth open as a conversation is being held, but in her form, this fear that is projected throughout these children is visible, but an air of confidence and is seen. This ragged band of misfits stands lone sentinels upon this field. But this isn't the beginning of the story. For that, we have to go back. I'm Robert, but I'm pretty much known as Lashiel in various places on the internet. Uh, I will be playing Chad Woodmore VII using the professional playbook. Chad is a senior at Blackwood High School this year, having transferred back to Blackwood Public last term from a prestigious private school out east. The reason for the transfer has uh, never been fully explained to the faculty or his peers. Hey, my name is Josh. I will be playing the character of Danny Fields, the spooky who doesn't really control his powers. He just uh, thinks what he wants and it just kind of happens. Hi, my name's Blaze and I'll be playing Dottie Luskov, uh, a kind of uh, antique loving nature girl who's using the Divine playbook. And I'm Paul. I'm playing Lucas Santiago, the monstrous playbook, and I've been infected by some sort of strange virus. The birds sing as the sun rises over Iron Bells Mountain, slowly illuminating the valley and the town of Pine Forge. We come into Pine Forge High, 
local high school as a small field of students stand outside the high school waiting for it to be opened. And upcoming, you see... And Paul, what does your character look like? So Lucas is wearing baggy clothes. He's got uh, dark hair, um, slightly tan skin. He's like 5'5". Five, five. He's riding up on a skateboard, uh, wearing incredibly baggy clothes with like a chain wallet and a big, like, drapey backpack. Alrighty. Following, after following as, as Lucas kind of enters the crowd, we see, Robert, if you would introduce your, your what does your character look like? So yeah, Chad pulls into the high school parking lot in his custom 1995 uh, Candy Apple Red Jeep Wrangler custom. Uh, he's got R. Kelly's bump and grind blaring on the Alpine stereo. Obviously, he's a total douche. He's got sandy blonde hair, startling green eyes, a tall muscular physique. Um, he's dressed preppy to the nines, and he looks at the growing crowd over the top of his sunglasses, smirks, and gets out of the car. Okay, and moving away from that that jockish scene, we head over to Josh. What does your character look like? So my character, Danny, is walking up with his mom, uh, who works in the school. Uh, she's kind of going on and on about different things that he needs to remember to take care of, you know, during the day, wash his hands, uh, basic mom stuff. And he's wearing clothes that clearly came from like Goodwill, uh, 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 you know, like a T-shirt about um, save the whales or something like that. Uh, and he is a tall kid, uh, about 6'2", um, you know, uh, bowl cut that was clearly home, you know, uh, cut at home by his mom. And just a kid that doesn't really uh, care about his uh, outward physical appearance. Um, um even though he's in high school. Alrighty, and last but certainly not uh, not least, Blaze, your character. Uh, Dottie comes riding up in a bicycle. She's wearing a sweatshirt under over kind of a cardigan shirt, or I don't know, pastel, not pastel. What am I thinking of? Plaid, plaid shirt, and a kind of long skirt, and she uh, is kind of a little bit on the frumpy side, kind of brown hair. Maybe she has glasses. I'll give her glasses. Why not? And uh, she has a slightly peaceful look on her face. She looks at the school expectantly and hooks her uh, bike up to wherever bikes get hooked up to. The bike stand. I don't know. The bike rack. <laughs> the bike rack. Yes. A gun rack. <laughs> the, the bike parking garage. You have to pay. You pay. On, you pay oh, wow. <laughs> Alrighty. Cool. Well, cutting in into the the kind of intro, uh, Paul, you're uh, you get stopped by one of your friends, uh, Mark, and he's part of the AV club. He's been kind of new to the school. A lot of the the already established clicks didn't really want to interact with you, but uh, you had a uh, you had a class. You have a you have a business science class with him. And he comes up, he goes, oh, uh, hey, Lucas. Ugh. Hey, Mark. What's up, man? Oh, man, you would you would not believe it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, out with it. What? Cindy Mulligan's gone missing. Wait, what? Yeah. 
Dang, man. Apparently she didn't go home last night. Huh. She's probably just like, you know, got drunk and is in a ditch somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> Lord. Oh, my. Uh, wow, Lucas. Oh, must uh, somebody must have pissed in your cornflakes. Oh, is that oh. not something that happens up here? I mean, it happens all the time not, in San Bernardino. Not, not really, no. I mean... I mean, the most thing we have to worry about is people getting lost in the mountains and whatnot. Uh, uh, yeah, they freak me out, man. Yeah, I've got to remember not to not spend too much time in San Bernardino. <laughs> I'll remember that. And uh, kind of him rambling on about this, you know, it's crazy that uh, that this happened. They like this is the first, like this is a crazy thing. Nobody's it's been a long time since they've had a high school or go missing. What uh, what do um, what does Dan, or Lucas know about this girl? Lucas, uh, Lucas knows that she's a junior that's part of the, the hill, more of the, the, uh, richer side of town. Um, she's known to be not necessarily, like, kind of a mild party girl, but nothing too wild. Um, but she's definitely more on the calm side and... You know, it, it's one of those things where she'd go to parties, but she wouldn't necessarily get... She wouldn't be the center of the party, if that makes sense. Yeah, would I have known so, her personally? Uh, you may uh, you may have seen her around, but you haven't really interacted with her. You're two grades below her and, you know, the new kids, so... She hasn't really talked to you at all. Okay. Uh, cutting away, we go to... Um, Chad, so Chad, you walk up to some of your your senior buddies, and it's uh, it's a bunch of people on the winter ski team. And one of your uh, one of your friends, his name's uh, uh Carver Coleman. Carver Coleman, there we go. Uh, Carver comes up to you, goes, "Hey, man, Carver, Carver Coleman, dude, it's getting ready to be powder season. I am so ready for this. It's gonna be great." Dude, my perlinis are all waxed up and ready to go. Look at that mountain. It's sparkling. Can't wait to get up there. Oh, man. I got a new set of Delmans. Oh, crazy, crazy thing, though. Do you hear about Sydney? Cindy? Shall wing Cindy? Yeah. Apparently, after, like, practice, she just, like, poofed. She's gone. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy, but... I mean, it's, you know, she'll, she'll turn up. It, it's Pine Forge. Everyone turns up eventually. It's not like she's going to go anywhere. Uh, but, oh, my God. Yeah, it's just, just the freakiest. Um, and he starts talking to you about how they're set up the, scout, the ski chalet starting to open up again and, and stuff like that. And um, do I, um, am I aware of any weird or strange goings on in and around Pine Forge, you know, mysterious stuff, aside from my family, that is? Nope, you, uh, Pine Forge is just kind of like an average town for you. It's a little smaller, you've taken some trips to, like, Seattle and, um, and Portland with your dad, and you, you know, you've been used to the, the big city life, but you're, you know, you're kind of used to, to living in Pine Forge, but it just... It's just kind of that average logging town, so. So, um, 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 somebody disappearing would be cause for alarm, but not really trigger, like, spidey sense kind of danger or anything. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, 
it's one of the, like a like a a kid has gone missing, and so as as in the the normal sense of when a kid goes missing, it's not it's not a it's not a good thing. So especially in this kind of small town environment, so people are people are talking. I mean, it depends on um, the kid, really. So I'm uh, <laughs> thinking that maybe uh, Chad has a bit of a crush on Cindy Mulligan. You know, she's a uh, hilly, lives out by the golf course. All the jocks are crushing on her, talking about, you know, I'd like to take a mulligan and all that, you know. <laughs> oh, God. So he's um, he's a little concerned. He's uh, wondering what could have happened to her. Um, would I know, you know, any of her girlfriends that may have um, information uh, you you start to think about that, and we cut over to Danny. Uh, your mom's kind of uh, leaving you by the uh, by the door and getting ready to head inside. All right, now, um, have you got your lunch? Yes. Got your hand sanitizer? Yes. All your homework? Yes. All right. Oh, shoes tying. Yep, yep. All right. I'll see you inside, sweetie. Okay. If you need anything, you know where to find me. Just let me know. In the office, as always. As always. Okay, mother. And he, she leans down and gives you kind of a, a peck on the forehead and heads in to, to go. It's about 10 minutes before they open up the school. And uh, last... Um, she, hang on. Is, she leans down to a 6'2 kid? How tall is the mother? Very good <laughs> God. <laughs> She's half giant. Uh, it's fine. She's she's seven two. She's a foot. She has to bend down. She has to, she has to use a hand so she doesn't to walk in the doorway. Is this she played for the Dots in college? She's she like got Hag- Hag- She's Haggard's mom. Yeah, she's she's Haggard's mom. Uh, no, she she kind of like like grabs you like grabs your sh- shoulder and lightly pull like pulls you down and gives you a kiss on the forehead and then heads inside. Um, and last you, we cut to, um, Dottie, one of your, uh, one of your friends that's more, uh, that's in, that's, does a lot of drawing comes up, uh, her name's, uh, Lisa, Lisa McCarthy, Lisa McCarthy. She comes okay. up just, oh, uh, hey Dottie. Oh, hi Lisa. How are you? Oh, it's, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I've been, uh, enjoying Hanging out a little bit. It's uh, if you, I, I'm assuming you heard, didn't you? Um, well, I heard a little bit about the the Mulligans. Uh, they 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 were pretty concerned last night. Uh, I, they used to the, the her grandparents used to go to the shop that my my parents used to own. You know, so I mean, I, I've kind of heard of the grapevine. The the police are looking for her. Well, I I hope these things turn out all right. There hasn't been a missing persons case in Pine Forge since the sixties, I think, about sixty three. Yeah, I mean, at least at least not with a at least not with a teenager. But yeah, just remember to head home, like just head home right after school. I've we don't know what's going on, and and we don't want anyone else to go missing. Just oh, they, stay safe. Okay. Well, I'll I'll be somewhere. Maybe not home, but I'll, I'll be somewhere. I'll, I'll be safe. I'll be safe. You'll be safe. All right. And as she's kind of like reassuring her, uh, the doors open and kids sort of start filtering into the school. There's the rush of kids running to their lockers, um, talking in the halls, and you all 
uh, end up at uh, Homeroom. So you all, sorted by by last names and a few other things, uh, are all in the same homeroom with your teacher, uh, Mr. Ford. So he's a history teacher by trade, but he's also just your basic homeroom teacher. Uh, hey, well, welcome back, everyone. We have a little little time before the announcement gets started. Um, I need to tell you all, uh, last night, between probably around 6.30 and, and 8, uh, Cindy Mulligan, you know, from the, from the cheer team, uh, has gone missing. Now, the police are doing everything they can to, to locate her, and we're, we're sure we'll find her, but as an encouragement to all students... You have to, uh, please, head directly home. If you see any suspicious activity, activity, remember to call the police and uh, just keep track of your fellow students. It's always good. Lucas raises his hand. Lucas, do you have a question? Uh, yeah, did they check the mall? He's probably just at the mall. That's all. Uh... He goes, oh, I mean, they've, they've done a lot of, a lot of searching, trying to not, not engage the sarcastic comment. Uh, Does the room laugh, though? Although, he, uh, the room, the room, the room chuckles a little bit. She's kind of popular, so it's not necessarily, like, the girl, like, the greatest, the greatest joke, but people, people, people chuckle a little bit. I just keep a polite kinda. smile on without really saying anything. So, so yeah. I think that um, at this point, uh, Danny, Danny kind of grabs his desk and like it causes that horrible desk on the floor screeching noise. Um, and he just kind of like seizes just a little bit. Uh, um, I'd like to roll premonition. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, first, first roll, first roll the, of the campaign. Nice. Get out the champagne. Oh, there we go. <laughs> he got a fourteen, which is six okay, and six. With a f- yeah, with a fourteen, we get spooky premonitions at the start of the mystery roll. Plus, weird on a ten plus, you get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen. Uh, you take plus one four to prevent it from coming true and mark experience if you stop it. Okay. So as you, everyone watches as um, Danny's eyes kind of almost roll up into the back of his head. Um, the, the sound just ripples through the room, and Danny, you see, um, you see what appears to be a a younger student, um, a younger a younger male student, kind of glasses, a little bit, a uh, baseball cap on. He's in the bathroom and he's washing his hands. And looks up, kind of brushes some water on his face, and turns to leave. And you watch as a hand reaches out from the mirror and grabs him by the backpack and pulls. And you watch as uh, he begin as he struggles against this thing, uh, but is bodily pulled into the mirror. His head hitting the hitting the sink, and then disappearing into the mirror. And you snap out of it, and you're back in class. Okay. 
I think I would be kind of looking over, like, oh, is something the matter, Danny? Because I, I would think I would kind of know him a little bit. Yeah, I think he's been in town for a while. Uh, Danny, would you and Lucas be friends already? Because I feel like I don't know. Lucas would kind of would kind of like you because you're so different than everyone else, and he already kind of feels like he stands out because he's the new kid. You guys, you guys have a little bit of a repertoire. It's one of those things where, like, you be like you choose each other's as as partners on assignments, but you haven't like gotten around to going to each other's houses yet. Okay. You? Super quick question: Does Danny know the name of the student? That is a student you have never seen before. Okay. Um. So I think that uh, Lucas would jump out of his seat and be like, "Danny, Danny, are you okay, man?" Uh, what happened? Um, you you had a seizure or something? I I don't know. Do you, Danny, do you do you need me to call your mom? Uh, are you you okay? Do you have you you are you on any medicine that needs to worry about any anti seizure stuff? No, Just, no, I have all my medicine taken care of. Um, do you know a, a a male student with glasses and a baseball cap? Do you, does that uh, does anyone know a male student with glasses and a baseball cap? Danny, that's like half of the school. That fits like five, 15 people. Yeah, my group over in the corner is just snickering. Uh, Chad's not so snickering, weird. but the rest of the kids in the, the group there are all, you know, laughing and pointing fingers and, you know, poking fun and stuff like that. I think I would come over a little bit and say, well, why are you asking, Danny? I, I think I think this uh, uh, young young man is going to be in trouble. Um, I can't say for certain, but he definitely had glasses and a baseball cap. Uh, he he went into the bathroom, so you won't be able to to help there. But do you know which bathroom it was, Danny? I I, I can't tell. All the bathrooms look the same in this school. Oh, so it was in this school. Well, yes. I mean, are you trying to tell us something, Danny? I I already told you something. I, oh, all right. So Mr. Ford kind of comes over and, and, and motions for uh, Dottie and Lucas to, to head back to the seats. It's okay, Danny. Deep, deep breaths. Uh, would you like to go down to the nurse or maybe your mom? Yeah, I think I, think I should go tell my mom. Okay, uh, well... You can go see your mom. Uh, you know where your classes are, right? Yes. I'm sorry, class, for the disruption. All right. It's cool, Danny. Okay, so Danny heads out of homeroom, and people, a few people, a lot of, like, especially kind of the, the kids from the hill start to snicker. Um, am I Am I infect? I'm infected already, right? Yes, yes. You have, you have already... You've already had that, so you are you already. Infected. Okay, I feel like, like the way that they're acting towards Danny is like kind of infuriating me, and so I raise my hand to the teacher. Uh, yeah, Lucas. Hey, Mister Ford, can I? I gotta go to the bathroom. Can I? Can I get the hall pass? Uh, he he looks at uh, he checks his watch and, and goes, "All right, uh, make it quick though. Classes are beginning to start." Yeah, 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 and I kind of rush out. Um, and I catch up with Danny. Danny, are you are you okay? That seemed kind of odd. Yes, yes, it it, it was odd. Uh, I don't know if I've ever experienced anything like that before, but I just saw a male student with glasses and a baseball cap in the bathroom, and he was in trouble. 
Wait, like while you were sitting there, you saw that? Yes. Weird. Yeah, so it was very weird. I want to put my hand on his shoulder and then uh, do my weird move uh, while magic, but see another place in another time. But I don't think Lucas is doing this on purpose, but just like to see as a sort of reaction of me touching Danny. Okay, roll plus weird. I got a six. Can can I give him... So I get a plus one forward to prevent, you know, the thing that I saw coming true. Can I give that to him? Oh. Sure, yeah, you can give that okay. to him. Okay, so that I'm, gives me a seven. So uh, what you do is you get to choose your effect and... But you also get to choose one glitch. Um, I think the glitch will be... It has a problematic side effect. So what happens is you put your hand on Danny's shoulder. And as you do that, a the smallest little, almost like a, a, a capillary vein, pops out of your finger and just, and just lightly touches into his neck. And then suddenly you see it. You see it's a... It's a male student. It looks. He looks like a freshman. He's got these big, thick, brimmed glasses on, and a large um, Budios uh, baseball cap on. Did he? And he had a big backpack. Was his backpack like noticeable color or anything? Uh, it's kind of. It's this kind of um, mix of light, like dark green with some dark blue accents. Uh, and yeah, you see. He looks up at the mirror and something that you, that Danny didn't really recognize the moment that you taking a little more time uh, can see is when he looks up into the mirror, uh, there's no reflection looking back. It's just blank. Um, And you watch as the hand reaches out, grabs him, pulls him by the backpack, his head slams into the sink, and he just kind of goes limp as he's pulled in through this mirror. Uh, And the side effect is Danny falls unconscious. Hey guys, my name is Paul Purnell, and I am the creative director of the RPG Empire. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you kind of what's going on with us and give you a sense of who we are and how you can connect with us. You can check us out on therpgempire.com, which will take you to our Patreon. I don't need to say a lot about that. Everyone knows what Patreon is. You can learn more about other shows that we're producing on there. You can see the things that we're giving away for free. But I also want to just say, if you love this story as much as we love telling it, please leave us a review and share it. Sharing is 100% the best way to help this podcast. I would love for you to join the Patreon, but if nothing else, if you just share it, that would be amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and being a part of this, and we hope you join the Empire, and definitely reach out to us through Instagram and Patreon. The RPG Empire, it's It's everywhere. everywhere. Now back to the show. You just, you watch as as Danny's his eyes, the eyes roll up in the back of your head, and he just falls. Yeah, definitely Lucas is like, oh shit, what the, oh, oh god, oh. Well, I, I'm going to be sick. Oh, God. And I just, like, kind of run over to... Uh, how far away are we from the administration? Like, where his mom would be? Uh, you guys are... The, the administration's a floor below you guys. Okay. Um, so but I, there are, like, different 
rooms around with different teachers. I put Danny up over my shoulder. I know he's huge and I'm really small, but I'm also incredibly strong. (laughs) And so... Yeah, you you have no problem, which is a little weird. Yeah, I'm trying to be like kind of subtle about it. Like, I think I I realize this already, right? Or do I not? Uh, you have you've had a few instances of when trying to do things that used to be a little easier, you have like broken things, and and you realize that something something has been off. You have definitely been a lot stronger. Yeah. So I. Uh, I just kind of carry him like over my shoulder and try to get him to his mom. Okay, so you start carrying him. Uh, Cutting back to Chad and Dottie, you guys are in homeroom. Is there anything you would like to do? Chad, you you said you wanted to see if you could talk to any of her gal pals. Yeah, I was thinking, um, you know, I'd probably be you know, trapped in class. I didn't manage to, you know, sneak out with some sort of lame um, seizure ploy or anything. So, um, I don't know. I would probably chat up my friends like, hey, you know, what, what's the scoop? What you guys hear about the Mulligan situation? What happened? She was at sheer practice. That's I mean, that's what we, we heard from, like, Lauren and Ashley and whatnot, but... Other than that, I mean, she went to cheer practice, and then she left, and then nobody saw her again. I mean, that's as much as we know. I guess you could go talk to Lauren and Ashley. Are Lauren and Ashley in the classroom, or are they uh, off somewhere else? Uh, Ashley is. She's in the same homeroom as you, but Lauren isn't. Um, one of your buddies looks over to you and just, just kind of goes, hey, Why are you so interested, man? What are you doing? Chad gives him a bit of a sheepish grin and is, yeah, it's not that I'm really that interested. It's just, you know, it's the most interesting thing that's happened in this town in the last year or so. You know, people disappearing and all. So true. Besides, she's a total babe. I mean, that's that's true that, I mean. And if a babe's in trouble... Ain't no better Ooh. way when a babe's in trouble and I like flip my collar and it's like of my Prada. I've, I've got this like longshoreman's coat, but it's like made by Prada. It's like a super posh version of like the longshoreman's coat the dock workers wear. And, you know, I snap the collar and like crisp and I get up and I start <laughs> to strut my way over there. Uh, your your buddy like kind of like slaps you in the back. Go get him, Tiger. And <laughs> just, they're all like chuckling and laughing after you. Just... Uh, and so you head over to Ashley. Uh, so, um, so what is Ashley's last name? Uh, it is um, Ashley Cox. Ashley, Ashley Cox, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I hear that Cindy's uh, vanished. Um, what do you know about it? Yeah, you know, I heard uh, that she was at cheer practice and no one's seen her since. So, uh, yeah, I mean, she looks, she looks tired and she looks, she has a lot of, like, she has deep bags under her eyes and you can definitely tell that she has, she seems like she's been stressed. Like it is, it is very obvious. Um, um, yeah. um Chad will like you know put his hand on his shoulders, like calm down, calm down. I'm not here to try to cause you any stress or any trouble. I I I, I know Chad. I just it's I'm just I already went through this with the with the police, and it's I'm just ti- I'm worried. I'm just tired. 
well, you know, my my dad's business has like lots of resources. If you can fill me in on you know what's going on, maybe I can make some phone calls and you know get some people looking and get some people calling other people and you know bring some resources to bear. Maybe we can find her. You know, turn something up. Okay. Um. Well, like like I like I, I told the 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 cops. Uh, we were we were at cheer practice. Um. We got out and. Well, we were, I mean, we 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 had gotten out, we hit the shower, we were in, just in the showers getting ready to, to head home. Uh, I left, um, I remember it was her and, it was her and Stacy that were the, la- the last two in there. Um, but, I mean, other than that, I went home and then I found out that she'd gone missing. So, uh, have you seen Stacy today? Uh, I saw this morning, but... Oh, so so she's fine. Yeah, I'm just... What if there's someone out there, Chad? I know, I know. You hear about these kind of things in, like, the big city in California, but not in Pine Forge. I mean, this is sleepy town USA. Anyway, I'll, I'll get with some of my dad's people and uh, get some people mobilized and, and see what we can do and see if it turns out. Right, uh, thanks, Chad. Uh... And she just kind of like looks looks down at at, at her bag again and kind of just zones out a little bit. Um, and as you you're kind of like getting ready to head back, uh, Dottie, is there anything you would like to do? While yeah, we're I'd, home room? I'd like to go up to the teacher and say, you know, the, the new kid just uh, went and used the restroom, and it just got kind of, you know, how like dominoes fall. I, I need to use the restroom. Is what I'm saying, Mister Ford. <laughs> And he kind of like changed like size and, and just checks his watch and just goes, just make it really quick because we don't have a lot of time before class starts. And oh, if you, you know me, you know I'll be back in time. All right, well, don't be late. If you're late, I'm not gonna write you a pass. And and he he lets you go. All right, I'm gonna scamper to the administration office to see how um. Danny's doing okay. Okay, so um, you're you're just heading down there, and Paul and Lucas, you guys, uh, you're carrying him down the stairs. Yeah, Lucas is carrying him down the stairs. You hear the bell ring for first period. Oh crap! Um, I put my hand around his waist and like hold him up and make it look like he's walking. <laughs> uh, so as as you you're kind of trying to like figure you're like ah, just like trying to move him to get him set up. Uh, you see Dottie kind of like heading down the stairs towards you. Oh, good. I'm like, Dottie, Dottie, come here. I, I need help. Uh, Dottie, yeah. You see Lucas um, trying very adamantly to prop up what is very blatantly an unconscious Danny. Just. Okay. Um, well. Uh, just get that he's... arm. Hurry up. Uh, uh, what, what's your plan? Uh, take him to his mom. He just kind of oh, okay, fainted. Okay, okay. Uh, when you say, like, uh, okay. All what did right, you think I was going to do, like? I don't know you very well yet, Lucas. Sorry, but uh, I'm sure we'll get to know each other. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's get poor Danny to the office. Yeah, we just make our way to the office. So, Danny, you're unconscious, but it's weird. You felt just a little bit of pressure in your neck, and then you f- you saw that vision again, but it was... It wasn't your mind. You know how you think, and this, it wasn't that way. And you are kind of 
out of it, you're kind of, you're shifting in this kind of dark space. You're not sure where you are or what's happened, but you can't see or hear anything. And then uh, all of a sudden, you see this kind of orange glow all around you. Um, then a massive flash of, of just heat and light and light and then your eyes open um and you guys while holding danny kind of like weakened at bernie style you guys are on the <laughs> same floor uh right about to hit a group of kids danny's eyes snap open keeper is this a good time to roll hunches uh absolutely all right a 12 nice so it's strange you feel this kind of sense of dread, but not... You feel this sense of dread, and all you can think is, I need to go to the woods. I should have gone to the woods. And that's that's the thought that comes to your head, is I should have gone to the woods. And the kind of dread kind of fades, but that that lingers with you. It's not... Is the sad, that, that kind of forethought of, I should have gone to the woods. So, uh, you're... Uh, you guys watch as, with like a, a kind of like head snap, eyes open, uh, Danny comes back into consciousness. Uh, so what would you, what would you three like to do? Well, how do you react from that, Danny? He basically comes out of it and he says exactly what Isaac just said, which is, I need to go to the woods. I think you need to rest first, Danny, you gotta, we gotta get you to your mom. You just fainted, dude. I need to go to the woods and we need to find, we need to find the young male student with glasses and a baseball cap. Okay. Well, we can look around as we're taking you to your mom so she can at least like know what's going on. How about that? Uh, how did, how did I get here? We, we carried you down the stairs. I oh. think you've had a fainting spell, uh, Danny. You, you should rest. I think. You might be dealing with repressed memories, but I'm not sure over what. But either way, I think you should relax a little bit. I wouldn't worry too much. I know there's a lot of, lot of stress going on right now, but as somebody who knows practically everybody in this town, you don't have to worry. We're all good people here. There's plenty to worry about, about the student with glasses and a baseball cap. And, and also, there's something going on out in the woods, and... I need to go there and you, you guys can come too. Um, and, and girl, you gr guy and girl can come too. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you a guy just then. Uh, it's uh, I'm really not the type that cares. Don't worry, Danny. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Um, I, I'm going to go to the woods now. Uh, you can tell my mom where I went. It's fine. Gosh, Dan, Dan, Danny, you can't just go to the woods, man. You're, it's the middle of the school day. He, tr he tries to slip out. Fine, I'll go with you. Oh, okay. This is going to be a little bit harder to get an administrative leave on, but I am not letting uh, Danny here just kind of. Yeah, I'm. I'm coming. <laughs> uh, can I roll investigate a mystery to like look at kind of all the kids in the halls and stuff to see if I spot this? So instead of investigate a mystery, uh, roll act under pressure. Okay. To try and like spot this kid while trying to head uh trying to follow danny out um while you're doing that i got a five what the heck is wrong <laughs> with my role i can't help you with that one man 
Okay. Mark experience. Okay. Uh, you, it's a sea of people that you have no idea. You've never seen any of them before. You've never seen anyone before. <laughs> <laughs> what are people? Uh, so, Chad, uh, you are kind of heading towards your, your first class when you're stopped by your buddy from outside, Connor. He goes, hey, man, look, they just... The, the, the chalet just opened and it's fresh powder up there. We, how about we ditch this? This Let's bounce, dude. We're out of here. Absolutely. If we head out the, the, the side door next to the, next to the gym, we'll be good and in the clear. Oh, by the way, I, uh, I do have, mm-hmm. um, at the start of a mystery, I have to roll something because I took boss from beyond. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, okay. I got a 10. That's... Nice. Nice. Okay, uh, on the... At the beginning of each mystery, um, you roll on a... Uh, on a 10, uh, your Suspirius asks you to do something small. So, you have this kind of... Um, no, this, like, notebook that you keep different, like, drawings of... Uh, different things that you might have found, like leaves that looked really cool or like drawings or pictures of really cool antiques that you had seen mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, and this morning when you were looking through it, uh, you have this piece of birch bark that all the patterning on it looks just like eyes. And when you had looked at it, you had kind of felt this 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 tingle and flipping through your book um, below the below the birch bark, which is something you've never really never really seen before. Uh, you looking at the pattern and below it, it reads it almost spells out in the patterning uh, chrome key. Well, I mean, the human mind has a tendency to create patterns when it sees things, but, I mean, what's the harm in finding a chrome key if it's just, you know, at an antique shop or something? I'm not doing it because of this pattern. That would be ridiculous, and I'm a rational person. But, you know, it's not going to harm anyone if I see a chrome key. Yeah, and so you just have this kind of this thought of, huh, a chrome key. That would, you know, that'd be interesting. I'd like to see it. It might be a cool antique. Uh, <laughs> antique chrome. Exactly what you need. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, I, for the group of three... Well, also, he gets uh, to I ask mean, one of the investigative mystery questions now. Oh, he does. He does. I guess what is being concealed here? Because this is a little bit weird. I'm thinking, you know, she maybe she got pregnant and maybe she went off. Maybe not. She she doesn't. I think I would know if she were with a guy like that because those types of stories sure spread around. But maybe she ran away from home. I don't know. But I really so don't you, think she's been kidnapped. So you're looking through your notebook and you're at that that page with the with the birch and the chrome key, and you watch as a little droplet of water falling from uh falling from your ceiling in your room hits the birch bark and creates just this small, almost like 
dime-sized reflective reflective surface and you're looking in it and kind of inspecting to see your face kind of reflected back you see for just a second almost a window looking out on a field on a plane of just this of just what appears to be reflective metal just a window uh, a window framed uh, by brick that looks out onto a plane of metal and then the droplet kind of coalesces and then rolls off the the piece of birch bark well, that was uh, my subconscious recognition of what my parents are always talking about uh, with their worries about, you know, modernization and, you know, the destruction of everything. But I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that, uh, of whatever that is. I guess, you know, if I accidentally end up in Brazil or something, you know, I'll, I'll know why. So, and, and I take it this was all like the night before. This was this was uh, kind of this morning after okay. you'd woken up and gotten ready for All school. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm just jotting stuff down. Okay, just trying to remember things. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I know, but I don't know because I'm I'm that way. <laughs> yep. I have to justify everything. <laughs> everything must have a rational explanation. I will also throw in Jungian psychology, even though that's not very rational. But it's just it's not supernatural, guys. Trust me. Chad, I need you to make me an act under pressure roll. Uh, and I need, out of the three of you, one of you to make an act under pressure roll, and you have uh, a um, you have a minus one to it. So, But you have to decide between yourselves which, which person you would like to, to do the roll. What are we... With a minus roll. What are we acting under pressure for? Like, what's, what's actually happening? Sneaking out of a school. Oh, okay. Oh, oh actually, I think Lucas... It makes more sense that Lucas would know how to sneak out of school than Dottie. I could totally see Lucas sneaking out like multiple times. Like school's such a bummer, man. What's your cool, Lucas? One. Okay, I'll Not do it. Not cool at all. Please don't suck. Just a straight roll for you, Lucas. Yep. And then Chad, roll with just cool. I already did. It was an old uh, oh. Um... Okay. Help out, do you need... help out, help out, help out. Okay. Oh, good What's, idea. What does it take to help out? Uh, cool? Is that cool again? Uh, I, I will say uh, you two, um, Danny and Dottie, yeah. roll, uh, roll act, both of you roll act under pressure. And for if you two also succeed, you know, for every success you two get, I will add a plus one. Okay. Okay. So he has a seven. <laughs> okay. So, so that that actually is a seven. So it's a mixed success. Okay, so um, you get you that bumps you up to an eight, uh, Lucas. Luckily, but that means uh, under the act under pressure. <laughs> so you have a worse ch- uh, worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. For you, Lucas, you know that uh, the worst outcome is going to be you can sneak out of the school. But you're going to be seen by uh, a student or teacher. Hard choice. You can make it out, but you're going to have to leave either Danny or Danny or Dottie behind. It's just three people. It's just too many to try and sneak through the school. Or price to pay is if you sneak out, you're going to miss a math test, which <laughs> if you do... 
you're probably going to be confronted about later on why you missed it. Mm. Uh, I'll take the math test for 500, Alex. <laughs> okay. So you've taken the math test. Or I won't take the math test. <laughs> so you guys... So, Chad, you, you managed to... You're sneaking by the teacher. You're sneaking uh, down. You come down the side hall, uh, side hallway and basically run out and, and go to your car. And you're starting to drive away. And luckily, um, you guys are heading out from one of the side doors that you found that is a pretty good way to head out. Uh, Chad, as you whip around a corner, right in front of your car is Lucas, Dottie, and... that's the end of this episode we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it and i can't wait to get you the next episode in the meantime you can check out all of our other stuff over at the patreon and remember play on this episode was edited by liam mckenzie